0: What's the story, everyone? Welcome back to Gaelic Games Fan TV. It's the 2024 Donegal season preview. I'm joined here by Patrick Sharkey from Ga own media, Ga own podcast to preview the Donegal footballers ahead of the 2024 Championship and National Football League season. First of all, Patrick, how's things? How's yourself? Long time since uh, since we had yeah. you on. And um, yeah, I suppose the mood I'd imagine is pretty good around Donegal with uh, big Jim McGuinness coming back.
1: There is excitement, yes. There definitely is. um, you know, I'll, after you know, about four months with up in the air of the management situation last year, and then, Paddy Carroll in about five or six games, and then you know Adrian are coming for next year. You know, there was certainly a damp squid for want of a better word. It was it was quite um, you know. But I think you know it's definitely he, he's he's coming at um the right time and all. I think he came in probably similar circumstances of maybe a team gone down to Division 2 with a lot of quality players there that, you know, for one reason or another can't perform. You know, we were knocked out, you know, early enough in the qual- first round of qualifiers last time he was coming into the team there, so he's definitely coming in there, but um, I definitely think the younger, my generation, you know, we've grown up at teams you know, that were winning All-Irelands, you know, constantly winning Ulster and whatnot, so he's definitely coming in with that idea there, so I don't think he's in it out there, but Jim McGuinness is coming in with those expectations too. I don't think it'll be right away, but definitely, there's definitely a long term objective of bringing Sam back to the house.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Like, I don't think he'd he'd come back if he didn't see an All Ireland as possible. In fairness, like, how do you compare this appointment? Maybe like, I don't know how how young you were, like when 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 Jim McGuinness was first appointed. But in terms of like the first time Jim McGuinness was appointed, and now, like, what's the What's the difference, do you think, or what's the like? What's the feeling like around Donegal if you were to compare the two appointments?
1: Um, well, well, Jim McGuinness, uh, he was coming in on the back of winning the under twenty one Ulster, or with Donegal there, you know, and um, we got to the final there. We temporary in the semis there, but we narrowly lost out to Dublin there. But there was, there was always a belief, you know, that he knew all these right players to bring the right movement there. You know, the likes of. Um, like some michael murphy patty mcgrath's team of all there but that generation is is all completely retired now so he is taking in a completely new generation of players here so he's obviously there you know um patty carr gave nine debutants to start of the mechanic cup their last time he's brought in he had two teenagers starting for him the other night in the mechanic Cup there so it's definitely um Bring a lot of youth there and he's he's brought in some more experienced players like Shane O'Donnell and Ryan McHugh have also played in Wednesday night as well like so he's not been around the bus there so to compare it I think you know in 2010 maybe the only way was upper all the rest I think the reaction was different you know because Donnie were maybe late to the professionalism side of things drinking bands and whatnot and all the rest there there was definitely you know that kind of culture and whatnot there so I think, you know, people were happy to see at the time, you know, that he was taking that in there in all the rest it, and maybe there was a lot of people complaining about, you know, going against the old status of it being an amateur game and all the rest there. So that stuff and all the rest was really well implemented and whatnot. Like, but um, I think, you know, if it wasn't Jim this time, the people would have been upset, you know, regardless. I don't care what or who you would have You could have been Jim Gavin, but if you weren't Jim McGuinness, then the people weren't going to get behind you. I suppose that.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I suppose... Could you have seen it coming though? Because I remember like speaking about you, speaking to you a few years ago about Jim McGuinness returning, and that always just seemed like something that people always. It's a bit like Jim Gavin, like Jim Gavin coming back to Dublin, or Jim Gavin coming back to management. I feel like a lot of people always mention it, and Jim McGuinness has been linked with almost every county. Like yeah. in, in in the time that he's left on Donegal, he's linked with Mayo. We saw the scenario where he was um, like doing a training session for the Galway footballers all sorts of jobs really but yeah like could you ever have envisaged that he would actually return to donegal as a manager once again
1: uh maybe not the sooner whatnot i don't know like it's like it's really hard to be sure like because he had some management spells you know and whatnot like and um he you know was the he struggled as the under 20 manager itself and whatnot like but he went in with Roger Schmidt to China, very experienced uh, former Bayer Leverkusen manager, which was came a bit out of the blue. And I um, actually had them playing good football, you know, in the, the Asian Champions League spots. And then he took us, then, you know, he stepped away, you know, obviously China did only go and whatnot. It's kind of a big commitment. But then when the States came calling, you know, he'd it was a second division side, um Charlotte FC. So he'd won one in 13 games. So, you know, in, in many ways, he probably... You know, soccer fans in the US probably think of him the same way as you know, people in England maybe think of Wayne Rooney, but <laughs> he, um, he, yeah, but okay, he kind of he's, he's got his pro license, the highest qualification, in the rankings there. But I don't know, I don't know, like you know, he's evolved and done a bit of work experience with Derry today's under 19, he's won a few youth championships and all the And I've heard, I, I, I know players in the team who tell me they'd, they'd run through brick walls for him, but I think you know, there's definitely they say there's a lot of man management skills and whatnot that he has there, so. I don't know, I think he's coming in somewhat when new man, man management's goes in that there, but you know what, he doesn't he he won't forget anything in 2012-2014 Racer, right, but it's um it's interesting see there and he played quite attacking on Wednesday night, but it's a bit because that our mad team were they decided to the field an under twenty team, but whatever, we'll move on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I was going to ask you about, because I know you were at that game, obviously, and it was, uh, as you said, like it was, yeah, it was an absolute hammer, and I think it was three fifteen to 1-6, but when you look at both teams that were fielded, like Donegal, I wouldn't say were at their absolute strongest, like I don't think it was their strongest starting 15, but as you said, yeah, it was Armagh's under-20 team and probably a mix of teenagers in there as well, but what did you make of the performance overall, and in terms of the style of play, like was it in line with... A usual Jim McGuinness style of football, or was it, as you said, like maybe a bit more attacking than expected?
1: Um, yeah, I think you know maybe there was a bit of not like no. I think it was definitely a lot more attacking. Jim McGuinness and all the rest there, but you can't play that. You cannot when you play a team like no. I'm sure that some of the Warma under twenties will go on to have great careers for Warma, but at this moment in time, you can't. You can't play the underdog card. They, They could have easily done that against you know your dublin's your carries and even even your corks back then they were able to play that card you know the rest. but it's it's different now like because um i don't know it's just you know but i think there is definitely an attacking sense like because best example you know is young finn bar a hey, um a man who's made his county debut before his uh club debuted at senior <laughs> he's um he assisted he who was listed as a number two assisted the goal for michael langan at the start there so he's pushing lads in all kinds of positions but maybe maybe the numbers really mean nothing for jim mcginnis you know maybe it's just it's about putting 15 men on the field and that's it but they definitely you know i think at times that was like but no i think you know they had a lot of men and attack a lot of men there but i think sometimes you know at times i think that young armad team were able to get through the midfield easy enough you know and then to put the full back line sort them out you know but that one goalie they conceded was maybe a little bit sloppy and, all the rest there and Definitely, Patton goes out a lot more. You know, like he would have been, he would have been sent to heart attack if Paul O'Durkin tried to try those tricks about ten years ago in Allarasic. But um, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's interesting, all right, because obviously when Jim McGinnis first came into Donegal, I suppose he was known for. I mean, but we saw blanket defenses in Gaelic football before with the likes of Tyrone and their Mickey Hart and Armagh, even to a certain extent when they won the All Ireland in two thousand and two. But I think Dunny like Jimmy McGuinness nearly just took it to the next level and it was just more sort of organized. Like I think as many people like to call it like organized chaos. And I feel like Gaelic football has nearly gone that way ever since. Like you've more and more teams yeah. who've set up more and more like Jim McGuinness's Donegal. And I remember speaking to a few people on the podcast in the last sort of year or so when we were speaking about Jim McGuinness, or even saying like maybe he'll do something different because at the end of the day, when he came into Gaelic football the first time as a manager, he did something completely different and it worked. Whereas now, almost, you know, the likes of your Derry, Armagh play that way. Like Kerry have their own defensive coach and Paddy Talley. Like Russ Common probably play a little bit like that. Galway played like that last year. So do you think he could, there's a possibility that maybe he does mix it up completely and just sort of surprise us all? Because I think we're all expecting a certain version of Jimmy Guinness. And there's a part of me that thinks he might just, you know I'm not saying it's going to be open expansive attack on football or no. that, but I think it might be something different to what we think it'll,
1: it'll, it'll be it'll be a system and all the rest like you know before maybe um I think you know I think Tyrone of the armad 2000 you know um before then it was a case of you know teams just played with freedom they just played as, as they wanted you know and it was usually just the teams of the better players that ended up winning games and then they dug it there, and the German has advanced it. But I think I um, just ah uh, could he could he expand it? Um, I think I think he he might you know there's I think there was definitely expansive football and all the rest there. So I think he was well able to show it there. So not, no doubt about it there. Like you know he's not gonna go out. You know I think depends who the plane. If it's doubling carry, if we meet them maybe in a championship group or something. I think he might be a little bit cute and he might go back to the whole idea of an RS, but there's a good chance, you know, I think he will play expansive football when it's, it's an RS, you know, because I don't think there's too much to lose. Like, we're we're going into Division 2 there, you know, we're the favourite, you know, we we are the, the favourites for it, you know, our man Cork, maybe would be in probably the same boat. So I think, you know, we can definitely see maybe that angle there. Like, so, no, nah, I, I think there's a lot of, football and they're like so no I think you know you can only play more expansive football you cannot get any more defensive to what he don't like so I think the option is um a lot of expansive football yes sir but no it's about definitely definitely you know look the way he utilized Langan or ORS there so I think he's kind of getting rid of midfielders. Langan looked like an extra attacker there on Wednesday night there and um whoever was playing number eight you know be it whoever it was swap between you know jason mcgee and keelan mcgongo they were in many ways extra defenders and all the rest you know i know keelan mcgongo did get a point like but i definitely think you know they're using maybe the more bigger physical players the to, to drop in and whatnot like so i think you know you're nearly seeing in many ways you know a more attacking but more defensive football if that makes in any way sense you know but less midfield
0: mm. yeah i suppose maybe a bit more balance maybe to to the football it, it definitely will be interesting I'll certainly keep an eye and, and certainly in the in the league as well just looking back at, at last year's season overall for for Donegal obviously a disappointing league campaign like one win a draw relegated I think a lot of people expected that before the, the start of the championship I remember spe- or start of the league I remember speaking to you like last year and I think you predicted them to, to get relegated as well and then obviously in Ulster it was a bit of a Disappointment as well, like losing to Down. Uh, side, so he had a fairly decent record against, like prior to to that match. And then in the group stages, I suppose you had that good result against Monaghan that propelled you into the into the qualifiers. Obviously, a, a win versus uh, Clare as well, and then obviously lost quite comfortably to Tyrone. So, like overall, it it probably was a very disappointing season by Donegal standards, and probably did make sense for there to be, well, I suppose multiple changes in yeah. management in the end.
1: Yeah, it it was um there was always something kind of there like you know I mean Paddy Carr and Adrian Rourke came in with separate applications and they put put their resources together and it seemed like they're getting this lad and every lad you know involved in the coaching team and all the rest so it was definitely you know a bit of a, a last last minute you know project but I do I don't know like you know we still we still got like one fifteen against Derry and whatnot like there was signs of stuff and all rest there wasn't maybe as much lateral football you could say as maybe Declan Boner's time but at the end of the day Declan Boner had 13 ones in 16 games in the Ulster Championship in rest, you know oh Adrian Rourke had a total of zero in one games so that was maybe uh, a bad record in the Orange but um I think you know I, I didn't predict really good I thought they would do enough to survive but I definitely thought you know that Ulster was maybe that little bit out of reach there I think you know maybe Armagh or something I would have said there but Still in R.S., you know, it was the county that invented the penalties that once again were <coughs> <laughs> the victim of it. But look, it's just, um, yeah, it's definitely, I think, you know, it can only get better in R.S. And the whole academy fall in R.S. are good there. But um, I do want to say, you know, I do want to put on record that maybe the academy, I think there was ambition there. But I don't think it was the right way of doing things. You know, I think there are a lot of people saying, you know, it was listening to some people in national media it's with the bees knees at go But it really wasn't before then. There was, you know, it meant that six six coaches that went around schools lost their jobs as a result of it for Carolisi to bring in the academy in there So for that reason alone, I think you know it was wrong there in LRSA. And I didn't really even an, actually an interest in Gaelic football until my school's coach came in, told us the training things. I went and realized I wasn't really a player, but anyway, I stayed on and you know I found an interest in you know this wonderful sport. So yeah, I just I just don't know. About the whole academy thing, like, but still, and um, the likes of Patty or RS. You know, I think you know, the nine debutants he brought in that first McKenna Cup game, he's definitely both the foundation of the team there. But tactically, I just don't think it was ever going to work out. You know, in RS, and you know, some of the crowds were belittling and all the to say the least.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, was there. I know it's probably hard to to look. I think maybe the posit- the 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 only positive maybe was when the season ended for for Donegal, But was there any positive that you could take from last year, sort of going into this year in terms of any new players or any players you think caught the eye last year that could really be integral to Jim McGuinness's team for this year?
1: Uh, Luke McGlenn, great player for Glenn and all the rest, and Keelan McColgan. Both them can't play McKenna Cup because they have Sigerson commitments, but both of them are great and all the rest there. I think we're good there. Johnny McGruddy of Downing on the rest there. And I definitely think about Patty Karen Aiden work as well. What they've done was maybe they didn't they didn't come in with any club bias or rest. You know, Gillian plays for, you know, Niamh Padraig and Muff, who have never, you know, managed to break in and pass the junior championship. You know, they've always been a junior team in their history, but he didn't really look past the, on the rest there. So they definitely never had any club bias or anything like that there. And um so not, no no doubt about any of that there. He's definitely from a lot of team there. So I'm excited to see what he brings in um for the rest of the season. Jim McGinnis there and I think he'll bring them through there and um the two stars I want to talk about now is the two um secondary school students of um Sean and Cara, four Masters great forward there and Finn Barti, who I mentioned, you know, made his county debut for his um what he you call it? Club debut for Neve Connell. Same club as McGuinness, but anyway, he was certainly a star of the show there. So I think them two are maybe the two young players you might look for. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you know maybe Sean Paul Barnett brings him into the under twenty eight team, but still worth keeping an eye on.
0: You surprised there was no return of Michael Murphy? I remember that was a lot of people were speaking about that when Jim McGuinness was appointed. Like it was always maybe a left field one and, you know, the, the, the band getting back together and all this type thing, but um i suppose it didn't happen in the end at least we think wish so for, anyway
1: yeah. wish wish wishful thinking well it really was like i think um <laughs> you know i think when a man you know jimmy gonna set himself you know the man gave half his life to the donny gold shirt you know for the 17 to 34 what, whatever age he was so it's definitely um <laughs> something that um would interest be interesting but no i get de- no i don't think um I think, you know, his time's done there and all the rest there, you know, even look at that there, you know, he's probably playing... There's a lot more youngsters with Glenn Swally and all the rest that were making differences in all the rest in the Division 2 thing all the rest there. You know, there's... He didn't really play much the league campaign all the rest. Are, got a good few points in the championship for Glenn Swally. But I think, you know, he made his choice there. And I just... You look at... Oshin Gallen is as good as peak Michael Murphy, I'm going to put it out there. I think he is, you know... He's, you know the way he he dragged you know McCool's into that semi-final rs there air er, this year in all rs and you're looking up there like he was absolutely you know the defenders were treated like mannequins on wednesday night you know i know it's our man's under 20s and their main team you know are pretty you know as defenders go you know they're quite physical and, you know and that's that's a very nice way of putting it but <laughs> they um not there but i think you know the team's boulder and osh and galmaris i don't think michael murphy would like the idea of being an impact sub you know i think he would nearly feel it's all bad there you know but i think the big difference is he's in all ireland and a lot of people compare him to conor mcmanus we may talk about later you know Monahan he's never won in all ireland so there's always that little bit of hope for him and all right sir? so that's why he's willing to be that impact sub for monahan because he's never got his gold yet while michael murphy has like so i think you know it's made the right choice there but i think we would be capable up, doing great things about him, regardless. so I think you know, he's, a, he's a great servant, and I have no doubt, you know, for the next 15 years, we'll see him in the dugout.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think I agree as well, I think he was managing the under-20s, Michael Murphy, wasn't he, a few years ago, or something like that, so yeah, he probably will, I'd say, come into, come into management at some point, and I'm nearly surprised he wasn't part of the backroom team either, I, I thought maybe he'd be a, a good addition yeah. to come in as part of the backroom team, but, um, you know, may, maybe, further down the line we'll we'll have to wait and see but yeah like I mean obviously looking ahead to, to the league Division 2 I mean what's the how how do you feel going into Division 2 I mean it's been a while since Donegal have been in Division 2 but I know the last time we were in Division 2 I think 2019 you actually yes. went on to have a very good season that year like you went yeah. on to win Ulster get to a quarter final of the all Ireland, I think as well or final yes, Super it was eight. Super 8 was
1: super where we were yeah, so like, what what's the feeling going into the division two? Um, no, I'm. You know what? Like, it's definitely you know I think every team, and I'm 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 not running down for Manny. You know, I think you know the harshest critics of Romano would be their own teams, but I think you know there are seven teams who think they have a chance of going up, and that's one way of putting it. Like, but I'm gonna say it that um I think. um our, ourselves in Cork are going to go up in all the rest. I think you know Cork might finish above us in the league just because we've Ulster opponents. So I feel like we're more likely to maybe drop the ball and all the rest there. So I think that's going to be the way it goes. Like so, I think you know it'll be. But I think you know in a one-off game in Crow Park, we could beat them in the final. So I say you know I'm putting us in Cork up on that pedestal to go and win the division two and all the rest. Like, so yeah, that's definitely um part of my that would be my prediction there just tough you know different league tables written out. no rest but no it's definitely what's um yeah there but no there's definitely some tough games there you know to finish further fourth, it would be disastrous and i wouldn't be surprised but i'd still think you know quality and stuff you know if we get everything right we're going up
0: Mm, yeah because even even looking at how strong you went in the i know it wasn't completely strong like against armada like you you weren't probably at your strongest starting 15, but generally like when you hear all the reports of Jim Guinness apparently bringing the lads to the mountains and everything else and, you know, doing hill runs at 5 a.m. and everything mm-hmm. else, like it sounds like Donegal are going to come out the gate absolutely roaring. And like even looking at the, the fixtures here, like funny enough, your first game is against Cork at home. Then you have Cavan away, from Anna home, Armagh away, Loud home, Kildare away, Mead home. So, like, you've got four home games as well, which is always yeah, a benefit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can get three, uh, th- uh, four away and three at home. But, yeah, like, you'd imagine Donegal are going to come out all guns blazing and start of the league because of, because of what we've seen with Jim McGinnis so far in the year.
1: No, absolutely there. I definitely think that's... Um when we say it there and i know one of the key players i'm aware was um had plans you know to go out to dubai on holiday for two weeks in november and jim again has told them not to do it so there was definitely you know there was definitely other stuff as well um planned there so he definitely he definitely had this plan you know since october or september or whatnot to to all this team so no doubt there so we're just seeing you know glimpses of what is really to come next. so not not definitely he's going, um all guns blazing there like and um no i'm excited to see what comes in all the rest there but i think you know ulster ulster would obviously be very difficult in all the rest it, but i think we're going to beat Derry, you know in the quarter i think we're going to beat Derry, um in the quarter final there like you know if it was in own big i would give Derry the chance there but you know anyone who knows their geography knows that i don't want to say Celtic parks a home ground for us but for the likes of me it's closer than valley buffet you know it's like my third closest GA ground here, like you know, it's right on the Donegal border, you know. So, you know, most of Donegal is closer to Celtic Park than most of County Derry. You know, a lot of GA strongholds, you know, are way out the other side of Derry. So, I don't know, like, so I feel like there will be a bigger Donegal crowd. And, you know, we got very close two years ago, you know, we lost some extra time, we gave away some solid grease and all the rest. We're going to need to put things right in all the rest, you know. And McGinnis is a good record over Hart, and, um, we got one 15 against them in the championship last year. So I've no, I think, you know, we'll just have that edge on Derry, you know, when uh, we make our, our way to South Park. Mm.
0: Yeah. Like most definitely. like, and even when you look at the the draw in Ulster as well, like you mentioned before, you, you you'll obviously play Derry. And then if you were to come through that, it's either Throne, Monaghan or Cavan. Um, so one of them three, like, not to disrespect Calvin, look, they they proved us all wrong a couple of years ago. But you probably imagine it be one of Throne or, or or Monaghan probably in the semi-finals potentially. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's some draw in fairness. Like to have to come through Derry and then one of Throne, or yeah. Monaghan or Cavan. like that's a you're not on the 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 so called perceived easier side of the draw, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's be totally top and all realistic. But um, I think you know Calvin have got Stephen O'Neill the background being there and. Uh, Raymond Gallagher, you know, definitely <laughs> straight from playing the manager. They had a different goalkeeper in place the other night, so I don't know what the whole story is whether he's a player or a manager just yet. But uh, anyways, there, he's, he's making the team selection regardless. And um, I think um, it's going to be a really, really tough, tough, tight tough and tight battle there. But I think, you know, I it could, you know, Tyrone, obviously, you know, they're on a different three-year contract and they're not going to be judged for an All-Ireland six years ago at the end of the contract there, so Fergal Logan and Brian Doohr are definitely going to get their, you know, house in order. I think, you know, they're definitely bowling towards something themselves, so I have no doubt about that, but, um, I don't know, I, I've, I have a wee feeling because Calvin actually have a half-decent record against Monaghan in the championship, whatever it is when it yeah. comes to championship, yeah. they do a decent record, so I think they will come through against Monaghan and um, I think I'm going to say it calvin are going to upset their own and then donny gall i think i think we'll edge calvin and i i've been edge i edge i don't mean you know absolutely go and hammer them you know i've 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 i've, I've learned my stuff calvin people i <laughs> use a you know use a good footballing county you know and who who knows you know oh, oh you'd, you'd like to see an ulster uh final you'd actually get to go to but um no um all the rest there and um from the other side, oh boy, um, I think our MA fans aren't going to be too happy to hear this, but I actually think Down is going to come through that side. I think Connor Laverty's bold song there. The addition of Kieran Mina into the backroom team, you know, that's a massive, massive um, plus for them. You know, he showed last year with Derry and even previous, under previous managers, that he's, you know, a shrewd technician himself. Like So, I think that there, like, um, all the rest. So, no, it's definitely out there. And Donegal all the Down final. Who am I who am I putting through uh I'm gonna give it to Down, right? We'll give it to Down. I think it'd be there, there like so. That's my bold prediction, down to one Ulster. That's gonna definitely her oh. LP favors there. So I think I think it's good, just gonna mean that but more to Down and I don't think the I don't think Jim McGuinness cares too much for the Provincial championship. That's one way of saying it. Just because then the Provincial championship meant a lot more the first time. It doesn't anymore at the down, you know even if they got promoted to Division 2, they're still not guaranteed they're placing All-Ireland. And, -hmm. you know, in many ways, again, you know, them and Meath maybe cruised in many ways to the final. Well, maybe not cruised, but they definitely were quite dominant in all their games, you know, and, you know, they definitely left the game behind against Meath last time. So I think they'd be definitely raring up to get there. Like, so it's all about just, they just will have that little bit more hunger and it's just because, you know, if we're an established Division 1 team, you know, we're not, Worrying about the Talchin Cup, you know, but for the likes of Cavan, if if Calvin finished bottom half, we've seen with Meef last year how things can go. Like I think for them and Down, it's definitely you know all plays blazing rest there. So yeah, it'd be interested to see how um that thing peters out.
0: Wow, well, yeah, I suppose you're you're definitely a man for a crazy prediction. I think I think, uh, I think yeah. did you
1: predict for Man to win Ulster last year? <laughs> I, th- yeah. I, think, I think there's more substance to the Down one, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, probably. I think the Fermanagh one was was definitely a wild one, but uh, but the Down one, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, who knows? Who knows? You know, stranger things have happened. And, like nobody, nobody expected Cavan to, to win it. Um, a couple of year, a couple of years ago, when they did. But yeah, you you think Down will will win the Ulster Championship yeah, this year? Yeah, 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 There we go. There we go. What did, what what is the aim then for Donegal? Do you think overall this this year? Because as you said. First year, Jimmy Guinness, like I feel like in the first year, the not necessarily that the pressure is entirely off, but I feel like the pressure is a little bit off Donegal a little bit here. Yeah.
1: Because I think everyone yeah. is looking
0: at obviously your usual suspects for an all Ireland, like Dublin, Kerry, Derrier in the equation. And I'm not even too sure many people would put the new Donegal even get into a yeah. semi-final, you know, a quarter final maybe at best. So yeah. like what yeah. is the, the objective or the aim for for Donegal this season?
1: Yeah, look, um, winning Ulster would be nice and all the rest, but as I said, you know, I don't want to say it's a Mickey Mouse competition, it's not that way just yet, but they definitely definitely made the provincial championships insignificant, and I think it was a a sacrifice they had to make, you know, in order for Dublin and Kerry and whatnot, to get that easy advantage into, you know, the last eight or whatnot, but um, I do think it's just, I don't know, you know, it's ten years since we've got this semi-final, and I think that has to be the aim, you know, get you know, get, you know, two championship games in Crew Park, you know, oh and that would be, you know, the quarterfinal and, you know, semi final. You know, we're not gonna go out in a and win the All Ireland, you know, I'm 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 realistic in that sense, like and um this is uh so sure so you look at Kerry won it last year, you no, they they'd semi final losses and final losses, whatnot, to get to that point, you know, they'd learn know you know, even Dublin's dominance started maybe, you know, with the 2009 and 2010 campaigns where they just they had all the potential and whatnot like you know they did they, they definitely feel like they left those championships behind so that's what both that that you know obviously campaign among other things you know and at price they sunk somewhere with their in 2021 so i think that's that's we're, we're gonna have you know we're gonna have to maybe lose a semi-final you know even get get a final or whatnot like so i definitely think um that's um i'm gonna be with there so that would be my aim main would be pretty simple would be yeah get get back to the semi final. you know that's that's a higher priority than winning the ulster championship
0: yeah and you think it's possible for the stunning gall team
1: very very you know we have oh no we we have the players to win the all ireland all we need is to take the experience box and judging by it, you know teams don't come out of nowhere to win all ireland so sometimes you do see it with provincial championships but, well, even then, and, and Calvin did lose the final the year before. But you do, need, you do need an awfully heartbreaking game to win in All-Ireland. You know, I think you'd say that about the 2011 semi-final, you know, when we definitely, you know, didn't really... We're, we're maybe a little bit naive in Stoblin in many ways, you know, with some good moments of the game, but just didn't really have the ability to push them war So you just need that things to say there I know it's I know it's me we won the All-Ireland great like but we have the players to want it just not the experience that's what's in there so it's definitely the aim for 2025 I know you said when Kim McStay came to Mayo your prediction was them winning All-Ireland 2025 I won't remember that there so we'll see you know you do the 2012 final who knows in 2025 but you know definitely getting to the semi-finals you know making ourselves there whatnot like so it's definitely I think that's a realistic game getting out of division two that that goes without saying you know no um i you know i've, I've heard people saying always like you know division two is great because it's going blow love young players rs it's great every few years you know like in 2018 it done good things for us on the rs there we probably never went as far as we should have in championship but definitely definitely again getting, getting out of division two Ireland semi semi-final that's what i would say there you know it'd be nice to win division two like but it wouldn't be the end of the world you know if be a cork or michael there whoever comes up with a speed
0: Yeah, it is interesting, all right, because there is a, a thing like over the last couple of years where teams in Division 2, teams that have been promoted from Division 2 or either relegate from Division 1 have actually gone on to to have good championship seasons. Like Dublin last year, promoted from Division 2, went on to win the all Ireland. Galway the year before, they were promoted from Division 2, reached an all Ireland final. Even you look at Mayo on a couple of occasions when they've been promoted or relegated, they've gone on to reach yeah. the final as well. So, um, there does seem to be a bit of a, a precedent there. In fairness, Jim McGuinness overall and him coming into Donegal, like, do you think he can win the All Ireland in a spell with Donegal? I mean, it's a, it's one of them. Like nobody expected it the first time he came in because obviously you've only won two All Irelands in your entire history and you'd only won one before he came in. Um, so, like, can he? Can he do it? I mean, he's been a part of two Donegal All Ireland winning teams—one as one a player, one as a manager. Can he go and? land the uh the county's third one
1: yeah um what do you call an rs there but um yeah you know um i think you know there was um i was speaking you know um i once interviewed maybe kevin Mulhern, the former donate who would have won the under 21 ulster would only got all in 2011 rs and that's when his first kind of involvement with the county came and he said when he first came in no one was really buying into his idea that they could win the all ireland but one or two ones and all of a sudden there was a belief you know he gave that belief in Norris and you know Ryan Bradley was reading an interview with him on the 2012 Norris like you know oh he brought him on the back of the panel after a few years out of it R S and he was really really buying in these all these ideas you know of you know we'd won Ulsters and we'd all Ireland you know and that was the whole platform of what he got in there so players on record of many times said you know they'd they'd run through back walls they would buy into it, Norris or so and by the looks of it, you know, a lot of players have come back, you know, and a lot of players have mm. made sacrifices. A lot of players have really done that there. There's no, and, you know, we haven't we haven't found this generation's Kevin Cassidy just yet. But uh, we have um, got, um I definitely think, you know, players have all bought into the Norris there. And as they can see, but, you know, they can see with the example who Kevin Cassidy, who at the time was our best player, was probably that little bit ahead of a young Michael Murphy it's quickly dropped without much hesitation. Well, there was a lot of hesitation in the press, like, but within the camp there wasn't. So, you know, I think, you know, they know what's expected of them. Jim McGuinness knows what to expect of them and all the rest it. So it's definitely part of a wider And there. So absolutely, you know, it's a, winning the, I think he's on a three-year contract, you know, so three years goes without winning R and it is, it is a failure. You make no mistake about it. It's 20, you know, 2025, I do think, is the most realistic time and all the rest there, but we have to be very uh Norris. You know, we we don't have enough experience at the leader stages of the all Ireland with this group to win it this year, but we need maybe a bad loss Norris and that's probably, that probably might factor into who uh, who I think is going to win the All-Ireland. There we go. There we go.
0: Oh, yeah, like, and uh, I suppose maybe that leads us on to the next point. I mean, who who does win the All-Ireland do you think this year
1: And in, uh, in your opinion? The team of uh You know, I think, um, uh if if dairy fans haven't switched off from what I said earlier earlier, for the one or 2 years you're still listening, I do think it's your time the one, Sam. I've been on about, you know, teams who've been through the routes and all the and whatnot, like but I think you know you know, even though Benny Heron's gone, I do think, you know, all the mainstays have played on you. Know, Chrissy McKay's given another year and all you know. And a lot of your players are in the twenty five to thirty category. There's not too many young players. your own McAvoy's good and all the rest there. He's definitely brought through some young lads, Mickey Hart, but some of them might go play under 20s, R.S. So it's hit the right high notes and stuff. And Mickey Hart was never a man for provincial championships. You know, he was he loved the backdoor and stuff, R.S. there and the idea of, you know, where, you know, as Mickey Graham said, you know, it's, hard, it's harder to get out of the championship than stay out of it, you know, R.S. I think, you know, Mickey Hart is the right man for Derry at this time and all the rest. Like, you know, look at what he's done in life. You know, he's built you know, Tyrone never in All-Ireland, you know, he left three of them. So, he's definitely pretty well-respected Norris there. And um, he actually wanted to stay on in 2021 because he felt like there was one All-Ireland left in them. And, you know, he was probably proven right. So, I do think, you know, they're going to win All-Ireland there, you know, Norris. And he's brought Gavin Devon with him, well-respected. And they're going to ride off into the... Su- and I think, you know, Mickey Hart might leave it then, you know. And I think, you know, he'll, there's definitely a strong case for him to be the greatest Gaelic football manager of all time. If he wins all ireland with Derry this year i think that's the right way of going there like you know there's no he's not coming into a team that needs to be rebuilt in all our Essex and um or as he's brought a lot of Derry club men and whatnot, not experience with slack Needles. so yeah i'm gonna have to back mickey hart to one number all ireland number four for him and all ireland number two for Derry. Mm, there we go
0: there we go yeah no i think it's uh i think it's definitely possible all right i think Derry are definitely in the conversation, uh, in terms of you know Dublin, Kerry, Derry, I think um, it wouldn't surprise me if Derry did win it. Um, I think there's a statistic as well where every time Mickey Harte either joined joined the county, like someone's won an All Ireland, in their you know, or joined, their left. Someone's won an All Ireland's um, in, in their first season. In terms of he, he joined Tyrone first year in in his management, they won the All Ireland. He left Tyrone, then won it in their first yeah. season. So. Either oh, they yeah. winning, winning the all Ireland there's area winning the all Ireland. Oh, yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've i've um i've i've written down i on top of the life i i've written down life as my Talchin cup winners because just the way things are going and whatnot like but just i thought they found the bottom half and maybe the Talchin cup and all the rest and judging by the way cork and carrier are on the one side of monster. they'll probably fall into are stuff like just in do, but they'll fall into the Talchin cup bracket mm. maybe somewhere to beef last year so yeah, that's that's um that's another thing for life, you know. That's that that count as an all Ireland. But I don't know, like maybe, maybe it's Sam for life, who knows, you know, who knows, you know, they've you know they've four all Irelands, you know, which so is four times more than Derry, so we'll see. <laughs> there we go, there
0: we go, yeah. Um I suppose that leads me on then. you in terms of surprise package, you think Loud Loud win the Talchon Cup, anyone else you think might cause a few upsets or surprises along the way?
1: Ah ooh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've <laughs> I've all my kind of kind of league predictions done out. I think um, Dublin to win Division One. Uh Mayo gave the league too much focus last year, peaked early, so then Roscommon to go down. I think Armagh and Meath go down because Meath know their place at the top table secured this year, which is obviously going to take a bit like West Meath. They don't really nothing in Division Three last year, so I think that's a similar situation there um i think down in Antrim get promoted from division three i think you know I, i've got close there and you know i've obviously high expectations of down and all the rest there so oh, uh, not like so i won't have to buy a pint if i find myself in your but <laughs> um awfully and and claire i think are gonna get um relegated from division three because claire i've had 11 people step aside that's yeah. horrible with memory ball you know they were they nearly beat dublin last year you know they were a series. You know they they you know i was very surprised to see them go down last year from division two you know i think there was years where you know they were definitely pushing to the top half of division two but you know with 11 people stepping down new management team it's it's all gonna fall apart isn't it it's it's sad you know but it's those counties you know where you have about four or five stars you know and maybe not that much squad death things can really hit the fan quick enough there and that's what's really happened there like and i think awfully they were too many near misses recently to maybe I don't know, I just don't think they've done a lot there, you know, I've had Damien De- what do you call it, um, whatnot, but yeah, I've had David Dempsey on my own podcast a few times, but he's made, you know, a nice lad, Norris, and, and the Louse, the offley team seem like good lads, but I don't know if they'll come down Norris there, and, um, yeah, so for, um, Division 4, at temporary going straight back up, like, they still have some of the 2020 monster team's on there, you know, they've they still have a much stronger squad to their opponents there. And um second of all, I'm gonna go with and this is surprising considering they didn't win a single game last year. But I think um I'm gonna go with London to go up because um they've wow. brought in they've had a fifty percent change in their team, and these are some young lads coming in from London. A lot of them were players they've imported, maybe fringe players over counties coming in, four of them be Donegal as you know. One lad, you know, Kieran Dever, great footballer as well. One of them, like so, yeah, ab- absolutely. So I think you know they they have a lot of I don't know who's funding it or what's the story, but they have a lot of they have a lot of all of a sudden, you know, maybe players from higher counties, you know, in the top two divisions, coming in their team there. So I think you know they'll they'll go through and they'll make a difference there, and yeah, and um, before you go, maybe the provincial championships or maybe um interesting enough uh I think Galway are winning Connacht again maybe beating Roscommon in the final I think that would maybe be way there All the rest and um Leinster Who wonder who that's gonna be uh, that's <laughs> I I actually think uh I actually f- mm, I think you know if you're gonna beat Dublin they almost beat Dublin last year. If you're going to beat them, it will be in the Leinster final because Leinster final Dublin is as good as all are in final Dublin, and they're absolutely team based. And some of the scorelines are absolutely, you know, it's 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 you know it really does. But whatever, I think me I I think you know in the quarter final, if Meath beat Longford, they're in Navan, in the quarter final against Dublin. Oh, yeah, That's the way it's scheduled because it's a away trip to Longford and whatnot. Like so on. If, if, you know, they keep their calm and don't slip up to Longford, of all counties, I think, I think, I think, I think me are going to do it this year. I think, you know, Dublin aren't going to care about the next Championship That's the I, I never thought I'd say it, you know, but I think, you know, Ooh. well, being in Navin, if it was the other way around, if it was in a, you know, in a, a Crow Park game with, you know, 5,000 people in attendance in an 80,000 stadium, you know, I, I'd be saying, you know, ah, well, probably it's another easy dub for Dublin, but I think, you know, calm work said he's going to knock them off the perch but i think under this circumstances he might do it there but i think dublin could still you know get to an all-earn final against Derry in this theoretical future universe i am creating so i think me for are gonna maybe upset dublin and leicester there and i think you know they probably them there maybe them i've got to say them maybe to one also. I, I would only be them or i think would have the chance of maybe knocking out dublin like that there i just i'm just judging mm. by that Kildare game last year that they have the talents <laughs> exploded there. I know it's a controversial pick. <laughs>
0: yeah, it definitely is. It definitely um, is. I think it'd be be music to the ears of uh of, of any Mead fans who are maybe listening to this. Um I don't know I don't know yeah. about that one now, Patrick. I don't know about Mead beating beating Dublin. I don't know if I can get uh if we can get behind that, but I mean look, it will be in Navin yeah. to be fair. So like but then again, I mean when Mead played Dublin in the league this year in Navin, like everyone was expecting me to give us a right, good go and it was actually probably one of our easiest league games of the year, considering yeah, that was exactly. actually a stage when we were quite, uh, yeah. quite vulnerable. But the the All Ireland, then you're you're going with Derry, you said, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, monsters doing maybe the left out one there. So I'll just I'll give that a wrong. What people really care about the opinion of a of a, of a Donny Gallman on the Monster <laughs> Championship, but <laughs> um, I think. um I think Waterford are going to take advantage of maybe Tip because they did give them... They have given them shocks in the past. So I think there'll be that one... Maybe minor shock won't be the world's biggest shock. they take advantage of a Clare team on their knees. I think they'll, they'll make the shock because they're on the blessing to get on the right side of the final there. And I think... Corked up, say Kerry. Oh, what will, will I say it there? Part of me wants to, but part of me doesn't want to be stupid. I'm going to say Kerry to absolutely hammer Waterford in that final... So yeah, that's um that's I think I've had enough shock predictions for the day, you know. I don't think I don't think if I could have a good mix in Cork and Meath winning their provincial championships, I think um I think, you know there there'd be men and white coats coming for me behind me, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, look some um yeah, some bold some bold predictions in there, right? Like me beating Dublin, I think, is definitely uh one that's gonna interest some of the the viewers, uh, no doubt about that, and Waterford getting to a Munster final, I think, is a an interesting one. And in I heard you say Armagh getting relegated from Division Two as well. Like considering they were in Division One last year, Ulster finalists. Do you think they're they're going straight down to Division Three? It
1: just what's I just don't feel like they're one of those teams. You know, they had a certain point, but I just don't see where the pro- progress is. You know, are they hiding some ground on their I thing? I don't know. Like, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see with them. You know, I think they're. Definitely out there, but I actually, but I actually, I think, I think I actually said Mifflin. I think I actually said me for Mana because me yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, it did actually. Yeah, oh, yeah did. but I do think I do. I don't think their mana's going up, but I do think I do. I don't think they're going down in Division Three. I do want to say, you know what, not what, what, like, but still, they're there they're not that bad there. But that they do go down then maybe, maybe I don't know. I could have capitalized on that shock prediction, but I don't know. I said, said me for Mana, but who knows? I can. I was freaking the Pro Dublin there, so. You know, there's a there's a bit of a halfway house between me and me.
0: True, true, yeah. No, no, that's that's fair enough in fairness. Um in in terms of big players for Donegal and your your prediction for Donegal overall this year, like where how do you think if you were to predict Donegal's season right here, right now, and predict what players you think will have the biggest impact or be the best players for Donegal essentially, who do you think they'll be?
1: Uh as in well-established players, you know, if we're not talking about young players, so Oshin Gallon, Michael Langan, I've already said Oshin Gallon is, you know, as good as Murphy was 10 years ago. So I, I take, I take no saying there that, you know, he absolutely, you know, the way he just runs and he's so much grace in the pitch and all, it's like he's, he honestly, like, you know, there's games last year where he'd well-being Norris, but once Oshin Gallon came back, I think that was maybe the big factor of Norris. Like he was just coming in, you know, and he was doing all the hard work and stuff on Norris and, it's just he's he's an absolutely spectacular footballer to watch in all the rest. you know and i think you know he's probably i think he's in a very exclusive i think he's in a very exclusive club of maybe top quality uh for um uh, full forwards, you know so the other two free in that category are david clifford samuel roy and shane mcguigan i think you know he's on i think he's probably in an exclusive four with them and top full forwards and mm-hmm. all right so I'm definitely um excited about that you know um rs so obviously i did find and sean and Carr, you know good young legs you know yes but no they, they definitely um looked good here, and i was excited to see what keelan McCoggan keelan looked really good and that lost down there you know out of very few positives taking that game there so i think you know he'll get a starting spot in rs you know and I think you know Connor, McDo- Connor O'Donnell has an has injury problems, but if he can stay injury free, then you know I think he's certainly good enough to get an all star.
0: Mm, absolutely, yeah, no, and I think Ocean Gallon. In fairness, I think he could be a definitely a bet for for an all star because I remember last year, sort of when Donegal did go on a run of form, beaten. Um, Monaghan, obviously, in the um, group stages, and then the perform- performance against Toronto, as well, and even against Derry as well, I thought it was very good, so Oshin Gallen to get an all-star could, could very well happen.
1: Yeah, 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 he got nominated last year, but I think they can absolutely get Don in ORS, I think if Donegal get the same event in RSA, you know, he'll be the main lad, you know, so he'll definitely, they'll definitely give him an all-star in rest there, so, no, I, I have no doubt about um, Oshin Gallen and and his potential and all the rest there but it's just making sure you know the right things go there you know he have he had injury problems in the past there but even he's always been went above expectations whenever he's been put on the pitch there so i don't think he's ever once had a performance every players are bad days but i haven't seen him have a bad performance for Donegal yet so on all our essex so hopefully mm. hopefully if you know if we get got the knowledge hopefully he doesn't pull that trick then but i don't know we'll see
0: yeah so overall then you're going promotion from division and two semi-final. For, and semi-final there we go there yeah. we go some interesting interesting predictions all right there i suppose before we finish up then your own um show the ga zone podcast where can people yeah. check and find it or what's your plans with it for this year
1: you can find spotify and facebook and rs there so yeah that's definitely an idea there spotify we do facebook plays and rs that maybe i might get the the bigger plan of stream yard to get maybe. And more platforms like youtube and stuff there but i uh, don't know like it's kind of it's kind of started as a passion project during COVID and stuff like but now we're out of COVID and all this, again, I can. i kind of like to get out of the house more so i might do like more vox pops or stuff and whatnot or i might you know i might meet a few guests and all the rest i don't know that would be some great now so i want to try and maybe i want to try and alter it somehow i don't know how i'm going to alter it but i'm gonna definitely try and maybe alter nowhere i want to try and do it but yeah it's about wishful because i've guests all over the country and i love you know, I live in the far north corner of Donegal, never mind Ireland. So it could be difficult enough, but we'll see. We'll see what comes.
0: 100%, 100%. Well, uh, yeah, I suppose anyone who tuned in, make sure to, to check it out. And yeah, anyone who tuned into the stream, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe. And um, yeah, let us know in the comments down below, how do you think Donegal will get on this season? And we will speak to you all.